We'd like to thank microbrew fans John J. Locke and Heather Robertson for supporting the Shakes via Tugboat. If you'd like to show your appreciation for this show with a donation of a few dollars, visit tugboatyards.com slash the shakes. Well, I didn't see that coming. From Kansas City, the resting place for people who were killed by kindness. It's the shakes. Um, uh, apparently better than you. <laughs> I'm having a great day. Things are great. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you guys talking about? Um, we haven't talked about we're, anything we're, yet. We're, we just we're ready to talk started. about why your day is so bad. Yeah. Mm, let's, I'm not warmed up to the idea of talking about my day yet. Let's talk about something else. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the topic that I brought up was to talk about. Layoffs and loyalty. Oh wow! So boom other other feel boom. good uh, other yeah. feel good topics. Yeah. What? Uh, where were you on that? Uh, we hadn't even uh, like. Just, uh, let me say it, it one more time. We officially started about three seconds before you called in, so we have not talked about any of that. <sighs> Layoffs and that's good. Uh, do you? You have quite a bit to talk about on this issue. I do. Right? Well, You're, yeah. I, um, so it was interesting. <laughs> That's kind of your jam, man. Yeah, so it was like, interesting. Um, so, you know, it's hardly not public knowledge at this time, but uh, um, um, Hallmark had, uh, I think, let go. I, I don't know the number. I think it's 125 is maybe what they said. Um, uh, about a, a couple of weeks ago, people were notified. And, um, what, what, the way I describe it is it's, it's a little bit like frostbite when you have been let go, the feelings subside. And then when there is layoffs around, then that feeling comes back to you, uh, very strongly and, and it all drums up and no matter how safe or secure you feel or anybody makes you feel that way. It's just all of that shit kind of comes back up. So I, put you get to- the flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So I put together all my thoughts and I wrote it in a blog post for the Hallmark internet. And I sent it to not my, uh, my old boss. Who's now my boss's boss. And I said, Hey, these are my thoughts. I put it into a blog post and, and you know, want to get your thoughts on it. Second, I sent it off. I immediately had regrets. I said, no, um, I, I don't know if it feels right and stuff. Her response was, I think it's fantastic. I want to post it as soon as possible. It posted the Monday after people had left on Friday and it, you know, it went somewhat like, you know, Hey, been on both sides of this. I've let people go. I've been let go. Both sides suck. They sting for different reasons. Um, but, you know, it's like life moves on as it should. Um, and no matter how um, people are feeling, they will they will end up in a better place. And that's not that's not a slam against um, Hallmark. It's just, you know, life moves on mm-hmm. and there's a new door that's going to open and you're going to, you know, and and um, 
and the feedback was great. I mean, everybody, I mean, it's pretty cool. Dave Hall stopped me in the hallway and he said, Hey slugger. Yeah. He said, Hey, Hey Pat, I just want to, he's like, I'm sure you've heard this a lot, but you know, really appreciated your, your blog post. And, yeah. and, you know, and at the end of it, I just kind of issued a challenge. I said, you know, so what's next and now, you know, now it's your turn, my turn. It's, it's our turn to kind of step up and, and it was all kind of be, it was all, you know, because it's like, Jesus, when you talk Hallmark, I mean, there were people that had been there 30 years who had been let go. So they were very much, you know, and I wrote about, you know, it's like, I was surprised by only being there two years, how I kind of knew these people and valued them mm -hmm. and were friends with them. And so how it kind of made me feel. And, you know, and I said it, it was kind of impossible to not speak of Hallmark and mention their names. And so then I kind of turn it on. It's like, you know, I want to be the, the, I want to be the person that people talk about when they talk about Hallmark. And I think everyone should be, I mean, we, we need to kind of fill their shoes in yeah. effect. Um, so, you know, the, the, you know, as I'm writing about it and as I'm thinking about it, I mean, there was, there was somebody, um, who got let go, who had been there 34 years. I mean, they had come there out of school had mm -hmm. been there 34 years and it's like, Jesus, wow. it's, 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 it's all, you know, yeah. and now you are, um, you know, 50 something, 60 something. And, um, you know, you've been told you're not there, you know, so obviously the stages of, you know, anger, sadness, hurt, whatever, you're going through all that shit mm -hmm. because you're like, this is what I knew for 34 years. And now, you know, they're saying we don't have a place for you anymore. So then to me, I, the thing I was thinking about is that brings into the issue of loyalty. And it's like, you want to be loyal to the company that you serve. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, you know, that loyalty comes at a cost. I mean, one day a business decision has to be made and, um, and you're like, Jesus, I gave my, I gave my whole life to this company. Yeah. And then one day I'm an employee and the next day I'm not. So, you know, I feel like your other perspective on this is far more valuable in this conversation. Like you had 13 years of loyalty at your previous place of employment and you know, bad shit happened, but 13 years in advertising is like what? And that's, uh, that's exactly what I wrote. I say, and it was, it was actually 12 years. I said, it might as well have been 125 because right? people don't really stick around at agencies. Yeah. That long. Yeah. And I, and that's like, that's like, you know, it's kind of like a dog has, you know, a year is like seven years. I think like a year in advertising is kind yeah. of like maybe 12.75 yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. you know, the, the telltale for me was when, I was interviewing uh, a new writer and I didn't want to tell that writer how long I'd been at the agency because it would per be perceived as, you know, so I'm saying things yeah. like, Oh, I'm not part of the walls here. I'm not, you know, I, it's like, you know, I still have, I'm not, I'm not the old guy that was you that new writer. Around. Me? No, no. Oh, I wasn't that important. No, no, that's, I didn't have <laughs> I'm that kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, so, so the thing is, is that, you know, and I personally recently have had to deal with letting someone go. And the thing is, the thing that's good is I can come at and I can, I can empathize. It's like, I know exactly what you're going through. And the thing is, is that, you know, the classic comment is it's not personal, but 
It's fucking it's personal. Total, it's yeah, totally, it's personal. totally personal. Your career because, is personal. Well, you are a person. Yeah. And if something affects you, you're going to take it personally. I hate when people say it's not personal. Right. And, and, and it's personal from the standpoint of, look, somebody had to put together a list of people that are staying and people yeah. that are going. And there was a conversation about you and you were put on the list of people that are going. So how can you not take that personally? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I totally get that. Well, I, on the I other totally... side of the coin is that sometimes because of you personally, you did something that got you put on that list. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, rarely, rarely is it always just a solely purely numbers game. Like right. if, like if you're trying, if you're trying to make up budget yeah. or, you know, cut, cut the fat. I mean, you know, when when you've got two guys who are paid the same, one guy is a total dick hat, you know, and then the other guy dick hat, dick hat, dick hat. you know. I mean, you're you're gonna keep the dick hat, obviously. Oh, so, of course, yeah. you always have to keep a dick hat around. Yeah, so. I want a dick hat. <laughs> is that? I, I'll is, make you one and mail that, it to you. Now, is the dick hat <laughs> stiff or does it uh, flop around? That's what I want to know. <laughs> My answer to loyalty is that's a personal decision. I'm a better I'm a better me when I'm loyal to the company that I serve, when I ingrain myself. I know the I know the side effects of that. I know the opposite. I, I know the the ugly side of that is that one day I could not be part of that. But to me, it's it's to to have this attitude of I'm not going to be loyal because that day may come one day. Well, then you're you're just going to be a nine to five. You're going to be a punch well, you're missing in, punch out on out. so much. You yeah. are. You are. You have to. I I cannot be Pat Piper without completely engrossing myself in something mm-hmm. that I'm passionate about. You know. If, I have if, to say that that is something I learned from Pat, and I am very proud well, that I am that kind of person today. Thank you. And it has totally done nothing but completely suck. <laughs> but it does. It, like I said, it there are side effects. Sucks. To it. Like yeah. it sucks. Like cool. Thanks a lot, Pat. But like, yeah, yeah I'm. Quinn I'm, blames me for I a lot of bad things that happen. I'm more proud of myself for that. Well, good. It does. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's a lot of shit attached to that. But that's yeah. the thing. Is like, you know. um, it's 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 total total bullshit, and so you guys can roll your eyes and give me shit about it. But um, there was I was a member of the Sigma Chi House, and there <laughs> were there were seven like the, I think there were seven founders, and um, there was one founder, and I can't remember, I can't remember what the hell his name was, but his saying was, and you are always asked, it's like what founder do you identify yourself with? And his saying was, if his name was on the book, then his heart was in the work. And I, I like that totally resonated with me. It's like, if yeah, I'm going to be in it, I'm going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not going to be in it, then I'm not going to participate in it because I'm not a good representation of myself. If I'm, if my heart's not in it because I do a half-assed job and I'm judged by that and I can't have that, you know, so yeah. it's yeah. like, I have to be in it. And I think what's interesting about that is that it, a lot of that comes down to, you know, like there's certain situations and I'm just talking super small picture here, right? Like yep. um, a lot of situations where maybe you're brought in on a project and, and you didn't necessarily come up with the idea, but you're expected to carry it out right. for whatever reason. Right. And it's like, 
I have to push myself so hard not to be the biggest piece of shit in a situation <laughs> like that because I'm like, my heart's not in it. And yeah. I, I cannot, I am physically unable to do my job as an advertising creative if my heart isn't in it. And then that kind of makes me feel like maybe my heart is like a sick, twisted thing. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. it is. Absolutely. I mean, we're not we're not even going to need to debate that, but yeah, totally. Uh, okay, well, totally not just me, but like you guys too, you know, like well, like, and, well, and, or I that. Mean, that's a that's a good point, and and honestly, I feel like that's sometimes on the creative director because I I, I had an art director um, uh, in my team, and it was a pain in the ass, but he had to mentally sell himself on whatever he was working on. And so I had to help him in that process, and it was a fucking pain in the ass. But, man, when I, he sold himself on it, then he was nails. So it was just kind so it was of— like convincing him that it was even <coughs> worth doing type of thing? Well, it was like he needed to find that point where he was—it's like, okay, I'm invested. I get it. I'm invested. And um, getting him to that point was sometimes the biggest pain in the ass— and, um, but once he got there, he was good. Mm. And so there are those occasions, you know, like you brought up Quinn, where somebody is, you know, where you're having to work on something that isn't a hundred percent your own. So, and, and where, where I see that is, is like, okay, I need to find, how can I have a sliver of ownership in this? What, how do I make this mine while it being somebody else? Mm -hmm. And I think it's on the leader to kind of work that through with the team too. Or it's, I mean, cause, but really it's on you as a creative to figure out like, what's that thing that's going to make you feel like the least piece of a shit, you yeah. know, doing it, you know, like, how are you going to feel okay walking away from this? You know? Yeah. Like I, I, I struggle with that every day. I feel like it's, it's just like, and, and it's not just, you know, my new job. It's, it's every job I've ever done is like what can I do in this job that it will make me not uh, hate myself more? <laughs> yeah, like you need any help with that. What yeah. else, guys? Uh, that was a great topic. I feel emotional now. Don't really like it. Should probably drink something. You should cry. <sighs> you should just cry. Just cry for... Let's, I had, I had, let's uh, make her cry. I, I don't want to cry. My, my wife no. and I had... Um, I had one dream that uh, one of our children was kidnapped last night. So I was crying in my dream and I was probably crying in my bed. So that was good. <laughs> and then my wife, and she's good for it about once a week where she screams out, no, no, no. So she's either being chased or something's been taken from her or, oh, and she geez. seriously is good for that once a week where I like wake up and I'm like Jesus and I have clutch, clutch my chest and, you know, restart my heart and yeah. say, you're dreaming. Everything's fine. It's okay. Seriously. Uh, she, once a week, huh? About and, but has week. no idea what it was that was no, causing No, she it. does. It's always one thing. Oh. It's oh, like, okay. you know, the the dog ran away or one of the kids, you know, is being taken by somebody or somebody's chasing her. I mean, all of these classic anxiety dreams. And she's she's good. Oh, Classic anxiety. Classic they are. Anxiety. They are. She's, Please she's, be more original with your anxiety next time, she's Laura. Good. She's good. Uh, she's good. Someone with needs it, to be you know. siphoning out your soul or something like that. <laughs> Scream when you've got something like that going yeah. on. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've heard this story before. Yeah. Until yeah. then, shut it. Yes. Stay asleep. Oh, I yawn. It's your anxiety <laughs> dream. I've, <laughs> I've had it and I've seen it and I'm tired of it. You're such a dick. Okay. <laughs> I started a new TV show and I love it. It's called oh, Mythbusters Two. It's called Brooklyn Nine Nine on Fox. On oh, you're Tuesday watching nights. that? Okay. Oh my god, it's great, right? Oh my it's god, so it's so I good. love Pat, it. I knew we would bond on this. Oh man. my god, I love it. I, you know, it was we were um, we were all caught up on the middle and Modern Family and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'm an unapologetic Andy Samberg lover, mm-hmm. and he's on this show, and let's start watching it. And, oh, my God, like last night, we watched the last episode up to date, and the uh, it was the, uh, the, the crime novel. No, 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 no. I didn't see that one okay. yet. I'm on the second to last one. But, Jesus, we're laughing so – my wife and I especially – are laughing so damn hard at that. And I'm like, this is an awesome, awesome show. Hmm. It's really well written. It is. Chelsea Peretti is fucking She's hilarious. the secretary, right? Yeah. She is awesome. Hilarious. And I, you know I, what? And you know what? You, 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 the only reason I'm bringing it up is because Quinn, you had said a couple of things that sounded very much in the tone that she would say something. And by the way, just so you know, to reassure you that, my son does have a crush on you. It, we, you know, they they do the introduction, and Gabe said when she comes up, he's like, "That's my favorite character." Um, why is that supposed to make me? I I don't understand how that's supposed to make me. What does that even have anything to do with me about? That's no, just it, not it, even related to me. No, that you love her, and Gabe does too. And I don't no, know. No, I thought you were gonna go into a thing about how Gabe was like, "Oh my god, I love her," and she's so much like Quinn. No, that's no, kind of no, what no. I thought. No, was sorry, happen too. sorry, yeah, sorry, like, misleading. Yeah, okay, great buildup. Sorry, cool. misleading. Was really hoping for that ego boost. No. No. Yeah, I. I yeah, well, you that want didn't me to go compare where I, you? I didn't go where I thought that was going to go. Okay, I'm sorry, okay. everybody. Uh, Great. Back off of that. So. Great. Right. Cool story, bro. <laughs> has anybody has anybody actually watched the crazy ones? No. What's that? Well, it's it's the Is it's it, the other yeah. it's the other it's the other um, advertising show that's on TV. It's on C- CBS? C- CBS. CBS. Ugh, the advertising shows only last for one season. And it's Robin well, Williams. Yeah, it's Robin Williams. Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar. Yeah, Robin Williams and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. my God. Yeah, Are you I, kidding? I watched the pilot like last week. I've, okay. I've, been, I've, been, re- I've been recording it, and is I was it, like, okay, I've got to check good? it out. <sighs> if, if you like... What? If you like, you the- paused. So there's a chance that it yeah, might be so good. No, I feel like it's got to suck. Go if on. If you like the thing that Robin Williams does, well, <gasps> Robin of Williams does. He does a lot of it. Yeah. And if you don't like the things that Robin Williams does, then it's a lot of the same things you don't like. Uh. <laughs> Here, so it's basically the, it's basically you know a good thirty minutes of him like oh oh hey advertising you know and so uh, that's pretty much the show. Actually, I mean he's a pretty good example of everything I hate about advertising. But yeah. <laughs> here's the one sentence description from IMDb. It says follows Zach Cooper, a confident and charming copywriter at an ad agency run by Simon and his daughter. Sydney. That's it. Yeah. So I'm guessing Sarah Michelle G- 
Geller is his, is daughter. his daughter. Yeah, basically, she, uh, he, well, I wouldn't say he's grooming her to take over the agency, but more like she's keeping him from running the agency into the ground. So because is she he's like, because he's, he's crazy. wacky. He's wacky. Yeah. Now I, you know what? CBS has some kind of witchy power. I will tell you. This this show will go on for five years and it'll be in syndication for oh, yeah. twenty. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it it I I I am not I am not uh, looking forward to it. Well, I, I'm not going to watch any more of it. I mean, well, it just, it, first of all, er, all the graphics where it looked like everything. <laughs> oh, like I'm kind of like vomity. Yeah, just looking at the graphics, but yeah. um. It's pretty, yeah. It looks pretty CBSy, actually. It, oh, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's well, and there was okay, there well, was some there was some old advertising show, and I think Tom well, Selleck was in it. I was gonna oh, uh, real quick. Yeah. It's supposed to be not more than just a little loosely based off like Leo Burnett. <sighs> oh Jesus! Yeah, Jesus! Yeah. So oh, that's anyway. so heavy handed. Yeah, it's um. It's it's something. Wait, so he had a daughter. Okay, so what's the deal? Is she like a, an account person? Because that would just be yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Course. She's I don't know. She's just the one. She's oh, it just she's says she's that the she... one that makes him stop playing Rock'em Sock'em Robots in his office so he can go talk to the client. Oh my god, he's uh... so crazy. Yeah. Well, okay, did so... I mention that the Rock'em Sock'em Robots is life sized? Oh God! So it says that she's Simon's daughter, who is also a director at the ad agency, which means she's total like account. Yeah. Dick. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh my. Yeah. God. Basically, the 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 episode, the pilot was was him trying to convince McDonald's not to fire them, and so you know he came up with some you know genius campaign at the last minute and saved the day. And who did? Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. AKA crazy done. Or maybe he didn't. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of just zoned out and I actually did dishes like in the last half. So that, so if that tells you well, how much I like second episode, it's a 30, <laughs> 30 minute it's episode, 30 minute episode. Yeah. So and then 15 let, me tell minutes you, of it. let me read you the, uh, the description of the second episode. Ready? Okay. <laughs> it's called the spectacular. Andrew is jealous of Zach's relationship with Simon as he believes Zach is favored by the company. After he makes his feelings known, Andrew receives an assignment from Simon that Zach is at first happy to give up, but later it makes him jealous. Oh, during, no. I know, wait. Dur- <laughs> during Sydney's pitch to Windy City Coffee, Simon suggests a spectacular, this is in quotes, a particular marketing technique, meaning Sydney has to conjure up a new, bigger pitch, which backfires. Oh, God. This show sounds like my nightmare. <laughs> well, there, yeah, used, there was, there was, a, there was a long time ago, there was an advertising show, and I have no idea what it's called, but I think Tom Selleck was part of it, and there was like some old hat um, art director, and it was like, you know, somebody asked him, it's like, how do you keep on doing it after all these years? And his, um, his thing was that he was like leaving the office and he was sleeping. And the way that he, um, 
the way that he uh, convinced everybody he was still there was he would put dry ice in his coffee mug so it looked like it was hot. And then there was some, uh, then there was something brilliant. like he'd turn on his radio so it seemed like he was still in his office or just leaving his office when really he was out. That's like, what you getting... do for dogs when you leave for the day. Yeah, yeah. It's like he was out getting drunk or sleeping or something. Here's, here's radio so you'll think we're still home. Wait, do you guys remember the show Trust Me? Yes. Yes. Well, what? What, what was the show? Um, it was the two guys. Was that Trust Me? Yeah. Um, and it was like yeah. a, it was a Chicago based too, right? A look at the private and professional lives of employees at the Chicago advertising yes. agency, Rothman, Green and Moore. Well, and you know what's funny was um, there was a guy, um, Hunt, and I can't think of his last name. Um he was, he used to work at Leo Burnett and I had a yeah. friend who worked there and actually I showed him my book when I was a junior in college and he, he gave me, gave me fantastic feedback. I mean, I ended up ditching my whole portfolio and coming up with a new thing, but he was one of the consulting people on that show. The hmm. one thing that was totally accurate was, well, and it was stupid, but it was, it was kind of accurate, which was. The guy needed money, so he went out and he created a bunch of false receipts so he could get so he could cash it in and and get all this expense report money. <laughs> Which is funny because my old partner, Greg Nations, when I when he left and by the way, Greg, if you're listening, which you're not, you fucker, you left about three fourths of your office uncleaned, which I had to clean. <laughs> and there was a whole stack of receipts photocopied that he would then cut up and submit in his expense reports. Oh, no uh, way. To, to, yeah, to make additional money. So it's Shit. like, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to see if Steve can bring me some wine. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> hey, Steve. Can you bring me some wine and cheese, please? Jesus, wine cheese, and cheese. I love please. you. I love you. <laughs> Did you guys already talk about Kennedy and Oswald? Because no. I kind of want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Feel, talk about it. You know what? I kind of feel like this is like, did we go to space? I don't know. I don't know. So, so, you, so you've seen the website then? Well, I just pulled it up. It's very grassy. But I do it think It gives that, me a um, headache. Yeah. I, whoa. But, well, has that aired yet? And I missed it? I No, I don't think it has. Okay. I can't wait to watch it. I think uh, Kennedy's shooting is uh, grotesquely interesting. And I cannot kind of like stop watching that footage. Because, and maybe it's because CNN shows it over and over and over and over and over again. But where he gets shot mm -hmm. and it's like, where did the bullet come from? Where did those two bullets come from? And I feel very confused and like... Probably like how the entire nation felt when they found out about this happening. And then I saw this footage of, uh, and I was just like, I don't know, flipping channels, so I didn't watch the whole thing. But it was like footage of this news show and, and uh, this reporter is like, no, we are the American public. We demand to know how our president died. And you cannot gloss over these details because things are not fucking adding up. And, like, basically the guy's like, sorry. And then it's, like, over. <laughs> and it's it's super fucked up to me, you know? Can we also talk about this is, uh, this is based on um, 
Bill O'Reilly's book. Which, yeah, Gabe what? Gabe made the Gabe made the comment because he was watching Bill O'Reilly the other day, and he said, "Is anyone else disturbed that Bill O'Reilly has written two books that start with the word killing? Because it was killing Lincoln <laughs> yeah. and killing Kennedy." <laughs> Jeez, wow! Why why was yeah. he why was he watching Bill O'Reilly? I don't know. He well, because he likes importantly, to get, why is Gabe smarter than me? I know he likes to. Hey, and you guys should know he participated in his first debate tournament. He got he lost his first debate, won his second and third, and in the second debate he got first speaker, meaning that of all the points awarded to it, he got the most. Wow. Which I think is pretty damn awesome. That's pretty so, good. So God, he's, he's watching he's watching Fox, he's watching all sorts of news. Ah, and, so and he's 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 absorbing it, it all. Yep. Got it. Got he's it, got super it. lucky that it's really cool to be a nerd. I know. Yeah, I know. Couldn't couldn't get away with that shit twenty years ago. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Stay off the football field and get into the debate room. The other thing that I love about it is debate tournaments last from like eight a.m. to like eight p.m. Mm-hmm. and it is not required that par- uh, parents participate in watching it. They are not allowed. Free day. Into, yeah, they're not allowed into the room. So it's like one of those things where it's like, you go off and be awesome and tell me about it, and I'll be here <laughs> doing shit. It's going to be awesome. That is great. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to, yeah. okay, debate. Let me debate, write that down. Yeah. Debate. So mostly I had the, I had the Kennedy and Oswald thing on on the run sheet just because the website itself just gives me a fucking headache. It's yeah. And 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 here's and okay and and the greater point of that was this is that it's obvious that there was a ton of work that got put into this website. And in itself it's cool, even though it does give me a huge headache because it's they've done. What gives you a headache? Well, if you if you get it, it's sliding back. Yeah, and forth. well, it's 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 less apparent on the iPad, but yes, it's the sliding back and forth. But then if you're on a desktop, the you, the the mouse also creates like a parallax effect to the left and right. Oh, I got so you. so things are moving left and right and up and down and and everything is just all crazy and yeah. shit, and it goes on forever, and so. You know, there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on in it. A lot of work obviously went into the website. And I, I think, you know, for that, applause, guys, great. But the the thing that I hate about it is that it came to me in one of those, hey, this is a cool website that you got to check out kind of emails, knowing that, oh, God, that means that somebody is going to try to sell somebody a concept like this. Yeah. And, and I don't know, my, my thing is not every website has to, has to look like that. And it seems like every website is trying to look somewhat like this type of thing these days. And, um, it goes back to that whole idea in design that design should, oh, is it, does it even do it with accelerometer? Oh dear God. Wow. So, so obviously there is a lot of work that's put into it. If, if the accelerometer in your iPad will actually do the, but you know, it's like design solves a business problem. Very, very few, if any business problems I can argue could be solved by something like that. Yes. And so let's not try let's not try to make every website that we do from now on look like that. Yeah. And uh and and I'm just afraid. Well, 
I, that ended up looking like that because of everybody else that's done stuff that looks like that. That you know, I mean, it's just a snowball. And you know and what? So, and I think that's a great topic for next week's episode yeah. or next time ex- episode because I think it's worth talking about benchmarking. Yeah, everybody has to come from a place of comfort when it talks to creativity. But it's like, how are you going to create something new with that mentality? So we can we can yep. table that. Yeah, no, I think I think that's good. You saw the red light, didn't you? No, no, I just yeah. I know that it's I know that it's a bigger conversation. Uh, yes, it is. It is. It is a big. Okay, so so Quinn, just just so you know, um, a, a red light has gone off here in Mom's basement, which which means that we've got about five minutes now to kind of start wrapping this up. We have a we have a timer. That that has three that has three. Jeremy LEDs created on it. something. Yeah, that I into yeah I I made I made something out of um, solder and uh, and dreams that <laughs> uh, it, it's three LEDs. It's a green LED for thirty minutes, a blue LED for ten minutes, and a red for five. And then it does like this crazy police flashy thing that's like wrap it up. So we're we're in the red zone. So uh, so as we're kind of a. So yes, let's table that for for next time yes. because I think that I think that's a good idea. Do you do you like that one, Quinn? Benchmarking. Hello. Did we lose Quinn? Are you in the? Are you choking on cheese or what are you doing? <laughs> Quinn, Quinn Quinn is choked on cheese. Um, I reject that light. <laughs> you reject the light. So <laughs> I do not identify the not, the light. Therefore, the light yeah. does not. I do exist. not see the light. Therefore, it is not relevant I, to me. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are telling me about it. Sounds cool. <laughs> Actually, it's awesome. It's going to keep us totally focused. It's going to keep us yeah. rambling yeah, me- ADHD <laughs> people totally focused. Let me tell you how many fucks I give about that light right now. <laughs> All right. Don't name this episode Quinn Surly or something. Oh, like no, that. no, no. I have a feeling it's going to have something to do with dick hats. Dick yeah, hats. yeah. It's got to be yeah, dick hats. Nobody dick likes hats. episodes where it's like Quinn's mad. They're like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Lowest like, numbers ever. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever you like write the quote, like when you're like Quinn's mad, we do this and we do that. It's like everybody's like, <laughs> no, nope, we should that episode. <laughs> we should, yeah, we should end every episode title with something, something, something. Quinn's angry. Yep. Yeah, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn came in angry again. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah. Jeez. Shocker. Next right, time, then. I'm going to come in really happy. I'm going to come in super strong. Hey, guys. Strong. What's up? <laughs> you guys are going to be like, I hate this Yeah, style. you're like, this is the worst ever. <laughs> she got medication or something. Yeah. yeah. I know. And it won't be fun for anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. We've got another shirt up for printing on Cotton Bureau. If you've wanted an official shirt that says, my pants are constantly full of poop, pre-order at CottonBureau.com before December 11th. This shirt needs 25 pre-orders to go to print, so if you miss out on this one, it's gone for good, because we can't stand any more rejection. If you are interested in listening to or participating in live recordings of The Shakes, check out the free Cocktail Napkin Studios live app for iOS on the iTunes App Store. Receive push notifications when we go live, and then tune in to listen to that week's topic. If you've got a question or comment, you can call 415-484-5830, tweet us at The Shakes, or email theshakes at muleradio.net. Your participation makes the show a hell of a lot more interesting. The Shakes is produced by CocktailNapkinStudios.com and is a proud member of Mule Radio Syndicate. Mule Radio hosts a diverse array of shows such as Muckrock. Investigate your government and your world with the power of public records on Muckrock. 
We invite you to check it out. 